0: something. It's like a podcast, but it's a vodcast, so you can listen and watch. It's like news talk or sports talk, but it's life talk, so we can walk the road together. On today's show, Scott Kadersha, author and marriage minister and all-around great guy, joins us to chat about healthy
1: relationships. Marriage in our pre made class, we would get up on stage and we tell people how hard marriage is and like the phrase we use is marriage is hard you're all gonna die you can't handle it and <laughs> that's sort of
0: depressing
1: it is <laughs> it is and it is hard you got to die to yourself but but we like scared people away from marriage and somewhere along the way I said I think we need to change our tune but we mm-hmm. still tell them marriage is hard but they need to hear how great it is yeah, yeah. and so if you do this thing right it's it's awesome and I love you.
0: thanks for joining the conversation here we go
1: And so here we are
0: on a regular afternoon and we have our friend Scott with us, who I'm just going to say to you that you're probably one of the nicest people I know, right? It's the truth. I'm not kidding. I mean, even just like anyway, he's so great. And he has written a terrific book on a topic that he really actually knows a lot about. Um, Because he has spent years encouraging people, especially as it relates to relationships. Scott Kadersha is the director of marriage ministry at Watermark Community Church, where he has served on the marriage team for more than 12 years. Through this ministry, he has helped more than 5,000 couples answer the question, Ready or Not, the title of his new book. He lives in the Dallas area with his wife and four sons. Connect with Scott at com or skardersha on Instagram or Twitter. I want you just to share a little bit about your book and why you wrote it, you know, what moved you to it, and um, we'll start there.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. This is a first for me, first time at Providence, <laughs> first time on Carpool Video. Carpool Line. <laughs> uh, so, um, so I've worked at Watermark for 12, 13 years now. Started working yeah, there, and everyone uh, would ask, what's a good book, what should I read for this and that? Uh, I never found a great pre-married book. There were a lot of good marriage mm-hmm. books, a lot of good communication books. And so the ones like people were using were good. There were a lot of tips and tricks, but it wasn't the one that we really felt comfortable giving out to people. And so just said over time, maybe we need to write our own. And so I've been doing ministry with pre-married couples for 12, 13 years. I love them. They're mm-hmm. I care for them. They're, um, I want them to have good marriages. And so a lot of them will come to our church to get counseled but a lot of them can more can not because we're in dallas because there's limited time and resource and so just thought it'd be kind of fun to try to write so i i'm not like didn't grow up a writer but right? all the english classes blew off did the minimum my like verbal score on <laughs> the sat was offensively low <laughs> And, I thought uh,
0: you were going to shout out what it is. <laughs> like how do you remember it, well, it it probably, three digits. probably I, know, <laughs> I know it
1: had three digits that's all I need to know and uh but I love to read and so um so just to, maybe I'll start writing and then start to write the idea maybe we'll write the book and so took it on and my wife's been incredibly supportive and staff has been great and so it's just a, like a big passion to see it go out there it is it's like totally a dream come true never thought i'd want to write a book until five years ago and the last five years has been a big dream of mine so it's okay fun to so
0: when you sat down to write and it has 12 conversations which is really nice and we were just talking about how the fact a conversation is welcoming yeah right you know it's not a talking at it's a talking with yeah and so um it's probably not fair but give us an overview of the conversations and then if you could pick one which would it be Oh man mm. Okay. let's
1: that's, say that's like choosing my favorite child um, So let's see so there's 12 of them so what is marriage communication conflict role of the husband role of the wife uh, spiritual intimacy physical intimacy emotional intimacy money uh, what do you do what do you do with your differences so, so like you know if one is that. oh yeah it's a fun one. So one's a spender, one's a saver. Kristen loves to save everything. I wanna throw it away. Personality differences, like how do you deal with those differences? Um, Mm -hmm. Community, so the role of friendships. Mm -hmm. The role of friendship and marriage, so like companionship. And then the last one is kids. Mm -hmm. Like do we wanna have them? What do we do with them? How do you deal with the fact that they're evil and challenging at times? (laughs) So that before (laughs) your son gets in the car. So those, those are like, there might be one or two more I missed but um I don't know like the most important honestly is and this sounds so cliche but is the the spiritual just what do you believe because mm-hmm. it's so foundational it's no matter else. what
0: like you know. to be um tethered with someone that's like-minded yeah. on the core basics is is really important yes. I would guess
1: yes. absolutely yeah it is it's because everything else you know you might like, how do you parent your kids? What do you think of money? How do you look at your job? How do you, how do you view communication? Am I trying to win, or are we trying to understand one another? All of that comes back down to like what we what we really believe about who God is and who we are, and so that's just a foundational chapter. All of them are important, but that one just forms informs the way that you view each of the others. Mm-hmm. Is that a good? Is that a? I don't know. What would y'all say out of that list of twelve?
2: And the personality differences too are uh-huh. just. I think that's the one I, I think about for me and, and for us and our marriage, uh, we're very different. And, and frankly, most couples I meet, they are very different yeah. as well. And the things that attract you to the person you end up marrying are often the things that end up driving you like crazy, the craziest. Crazy. Isn't that true? Yes. Why is that? Yes. God has a sense of humor. It does.
1: I, <laughs> yeah, does. And like the, the, the things that like when you're, dating they're really cute about one another and then you get married and it drives you nuts like oh she's so you know he's so spontaneous and he's so fun and then you get married and that thing that was fun and spontaneous then becomes like he's irresponsible and he doesn't do anything and then like he's grateful that she's so organized and plan right. everything and then you get married and the thing that was really attractive that now she's just anal and like drives me crazy and yes yeah like uh <laughs> very difficult to be married to so that's absolutely true
0: okay but that's what i love about this book and why that's so nice is that you you out it and so you go in with with realistic expectations sort of i mean expectations are brutal anyway totally i just think that's so helpful it's one of the things i love most about your book is that you're outing things that tend to be issues and it's like let's talk about this before so that when you're walking through, you know that it's normal yeah, and totally. that it's doable yeah. and it's actually a gift like that. Yeah. The difference in personalities is yeah. actually really special.
1: Gift. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of that you can't you, you just said it, you can't run, like you can't perfectly prepare for marriage. No. like you, <laughs> Any more,
0: relationship.
1: Yes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we even said like when you're dating, you're dating each other's PR departments. Where like you're putting, mm-hmm. oh my you, gosh, did you do PR? My Hilarious. husband yeah. says that yeah. too. Yeah,
2: because it they're representative.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get married. Like, who is this person? Well, it's because you did. See, dated it happens self. to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm hearing, I, I realize this is more for. Premarital, mm-hmm. premarital, and yeah. when you're thinking, but this to me sounds oh, like it would be just great dinner table or date yeah. night conversation, yeah. even after you are married.
1: Yeah, so that I mean that's true. it is. It's primarily written for seriously dating and engaged, but newlyweds, married couples. I mean, I've read through it ten times. there were a lot more than that, and every time I go through, that's a good reminder for me. I mean, nothing in there like any married couple would benefit from having right. those conversations right. again, like to. The stuff in there in communication that be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. That's not just something that applies gosh, to pre No, it
0: applies it to life.
1: Everyone. Yeah. Every relationship. So, yeah, it's not, you know, it's good for those young couples, but any couple who reads it mm-hmm. would benefit from it.
2: Yeah. I remember years ago, you taught a class at church about communication conflict. Oh yes. And I'm sure some of that is in it's here. It's the whole yeah. chapter. is that yeah. chapter? And, and yeah. we still say so what i heard you say is right and sometimes he looks at me he's like how did you get that that's
1: not what i said right
2: but proof that sometimes things you say don't hit the other person's ear the same way you intended yeah
1: which again that's every relationship right so you've got to learn how to understand like it's not about winning Mm -hmm. and so when you're married You're one flesh, and so there's no winning. Like you win if you both win, not if one of you wins the argument. Yeah, Mm. and it's so different than what like the rest of life. We think, how can I get my point across the way? And if I speak louder, speak more. And when you're speaking, I'm not really listening. I'm just thinking through what I'm going to say. When you like in my mind, I'm going. My wife finally stopped speaking then instead of listening to her, I'm just going to respond and make sure she knows what I think. That's so interesting.
0: And so even while you're listening, you're thinking about your response. Yeah. Yeah. We totally
1: do that. Yeah. Yeah. So So part of it, how do you do do that really well? Couples who do that well communicate well, and Mm then they're married well, and they get along much better Mm -hmm. instead of the, the couples who, you know, so inability to communicate and resolve conflict. Any couple who gets divorced or is miserable together, it's because they don't know how to communicate a resolve conflict together as a couple. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so your points are good, Aaron. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. just for premarriage. Any couple, any you know, any relationship would benefit from what, what is shared in there. Mm-hmm.
2: So talk about your own marriage with Sweet Kristen. Oh, I man. mean, how much, how much yeah. did this play, yeah. play out in your marriage over yeah. the past year? I'm sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, first, uh, she's just been amazing. You know, just to support me writing this book, you know, my name's on the front, but she's, um, she's sacrificed, she's taking the kids. She's, it's been our dream, our dream, not just mine. And she's Mm -hmm. been an amazing, amazing partner. And so partly, I mean, if you're gonna, who should you marry? It's somebody who you know will support your dreams and you'd be excited about supporting what they want to do. And she has played that out incredibly, incredibly well. And then, you know, so we've been married uh, 17 and a half years Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, And marriage has been, uh, she's so easy. I think I'm pretty laid back. So we've kind of had, in many ways, it's been ideal because we get along so well. We have a great friendship. Mm -hmm. We're on mission together. like uh, Raising kids and doing ministry. And we're like-minded in in so much of what we do. But but I would say marriage is still hard, even for like director of marriage ministry of, of the, you know the big church and the biggest marriage ministry around and we still don't have this thing figured out so mm-hmm. my selfishness gets in the way of uh, both of our stubbornness uh, i get angry you know, there's, there's examples in the book of of times when i lost it you know and um we we'd get in a yelling argument one time that i can remember where just selfishness really played out on both of our parts but primarily mine There's times when I've gotten frustrated with the kids and I talk about, uh, you know, when we dated, we didn't do things really well. And so um, we dated one time, terrible, horrible relationship, just unhealthy, physically, emotionally. Uh, I was codependent. She was mean to me. It was just this terrible, pathetic relationship. We both got really serious about Jesus. Second time we did, it was radically different. So we tell our story there. So
0: y'all dated and then broke up and yeah. then dated again yeah. and then got Aww, married.
1: Yeah. And she was actually one of my teachers. That's kind of one of the fun things. I was in grad school for physical therapy and she was one of my instructors. And uh, I was totally hot for her from the <laughs> minute. <laughs> I was going to say,
2: there are so many cliches that are coming uh, to uh, mind oh, right yeah. now.
1: <laughs> I was totally hot for teachers. Not that I would know that song by the <laughs> way. Yeah. 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 Totally into her. And she took her a long time to get with the program and, like so, we did date. She was dating another guy. We were just not in a good spot, and uh, and we broke up. And I thought, man, like when we broke up, I was the one who had it really hot for her. But we broke up. I was so like heartbroken and knew it wasn't a right relationship. And so I was like, you know, T Swift. We are never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yep. I'm like T Swift. Yes.
0: That's Taylor Swift for people. <laughs> <laughs> she has that song, and we could sing it for you. We ever, ever.
1: <laughs> I've never heard it before. Broke up, and I thought we were done. And then we both like radically changed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and so just emotionally grew up. And our friends around us were the ones who encouraged us to break up. And then they were. I the love same how ones. you said that.
0: You emotionally grew grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a while.
1: Yeah, and it was uh, it was a really like intense period of growth for us when you just I, I think God took away the thing that was most important to me. And that's why it was unhealthy is because instead of, you know, the Lord being the center of my life and being what, who was most important, what was the center point of everything, Kristen played that role. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so God took her away from me and I grew up. And then same with her. I think she grew so much spiritually during that season. And then our friends who were the ones who told us to break up were actually the same ones who encouraged us to get back together. But oh, like they'd God. seen such... You know, incredible change, in us. she asked me out on the date and took me to a really nice restaurant, and uh, which was awesome. And second time we did, it was totally different. And so, um, dated again, got engaged five months later, and then married six months after that. We got married the week of 9 11.
2: Wow, so,
1: 9 wow. 11 so was a Tuesday, we got married that Saturday. Wow. So, wow, that was it, was crazy, but it was a it was a great celebration Yeah. And a of a yeah. Really, really hard week really hard week yeah
0: Wow. so in your book one thing i like is that you use couple stories yeah. so which yeah. i think is really neat as far as the relatability yeah um because sometimes i think people will go well that's good for you you know that's great that y'all got along and that your your is together you don't know my story yeah. and so tell us a little bit about the couples you chose and why you chose them
1: yeah so partly i wanted to be like really crazy authentic and so you can make stuff up that sounds real, but I thought it'd just be, I don't know, more realistic to get real couples. And so they're couples I know from church, uh, friends of mine. Uh, they're not all, like, successful, happy stories. One of them, the the endings is tough, not in their marriage, but in family and extended relationships. Uh, they're, they're couples who I look up to. Are these couples
0: that went through the, mar- like, premarital stuff? Or are they just... just- in, in general. Yeah, okay. Just, yeah. yeah. Yep, yeah. That's good so probably
1: a few of them went through, yeah. but most of them are a little bit older than me. Yeah. Uh, further down the road. Um, I changed the names for most well, of them. Well, no, of so, course.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I uh, mean, they're brave to share because yes. that's hard to share things yeah. that are intimate.
1: Yeah. Like so. one of them, the, the couple in the first chapters, very, very close friends of, of, of mine and our families. And, you know, they got married and the wife had an affair. And then, you know, the, the husband had an affair. And... Right off the bat, it's not your typical pre made book when you just yeah. talk about how amazing the wedding day is going to be. Uh just start to re- real authentic. Like, what are you going to do if your marriage does not work out the way you think it will? Yeah, and you got to like you got to pre-decide on some of those things because like, well, you're going to let each other down. Uh, unmet expectations are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's not like an if; it's a matter of when. It's sort it's, of
2: you know an if. It sort of is. And can you talk about how um, just in a loving way we help friends through? that countercultural message because I feel like culture today is so loudly yelling, Hey, if it doesn't feel good or if it's not making you feel great or whatever, then get out and and you deserve that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, so that shows up in a couple different ways. So, you know, I think our young couples are so scared of getting married now, right? Because all they've seen, they've never seen a model well, Mm -hmm. the world tells them you got to be happy. Divorce rates, whatever they are, studies are all over the place, inside the church and outside the church, are are way too high. And so instead of getting married, couples are, you know, they'll date, they'll break up as soon as they go and get stuff. They'll date someone else, break up, when they go and get stuff. They'll move in together mm-hmm. and stay living together until things are frustrating, and they'll move on to the next one. And, and we're just giving this message that, the, and even the church, I think we're telling couples, marriage is really hard you can't handle it. And so instead of willing to engage in it, couples do the easy thing, which is date break up, date break up, date break up, and they're not getting married. So divorce or marriage rates are lower now than they have been maybe ever. I don't know if it's ever or in a long time because we're just telling them how difficult it is. We're not, and it is difficult, but we need to do a better job of talking about how awesome it is too. Yeah, yeah. That when you push through, like when you push through those challenges, if you get to the other side of them, I, you know I, 17 and a half years we love being married that means we have 17 and a half years of good memories of being on a mission together of raising kids together or making an impact and I go what happens when it's 27 and a half and 37 yeah. and a half and 47 and a half and I can I talk I'm gonna talk about sex really really quick here so they've asked couples and I share this in the book can I talk about sex on anyway? yeah okay you good? good. Right. Yes. So will will be too candid. too candid.
0: Baptist girl in yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Hurry up. So, so hurry up yeah, before, before Jack has yeah. in the yeah. car. Yeah. 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 Totally.
1: So like who are the most satisfied couples? It's couples who are in their 50s, 60s, and, and longer. And the reason why is because they have been on mission together for so long. They're not, like, they're, they're purposeful. And when you say satisfied,
2: you mean satisfied sexually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and always. Like, yeah. like the satisfaction of the, the act and then satisfied in their marriage. Yeah. And the ones who are most satisfied have been together for a long time. I love it because they're, they're 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 doing life together. They've got memories. They've pushed through those hard times. Mm-hmm. And so I go, man, if I if I had so many of my friends, if they had yeah. quit when a relationship got difficult, then some of their kids wouldn't be born. There would be, uh, you know, decades of memories that wouldn't exist mm-hmm. if they hadn't pushed through those challenging times. Yeah, well, yeah, that's we so celebrate true. Uh,
2: 20 years this yeah. year, and Ed's big joke is. Twenty years, eighteen of them really happened. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's probably
0: true. Yeah. That that pushing through is so important. Yes,
1: and it's a commitment. You know, it's uh, what what do we believe when we make those vows till death do us part? Do we do we mean them, or are we just kind of flippantly using words at the altar? So that's what I want couples to get is like before you get married, here's what I want. I want you to know what you're committing to and who you're committing to in marriage and you know, and you're going to be let down, Mm -hmm. but there are some conversations you can have that will help minimize the, the um, disappointment and the surprises on the other side.
0: Okay. That's so, so, so important because it is it's calling out like the stuff that might happen, might not happen. The, the happy, because the happy is great. And the together is great. It's like with friendships, the together part is good. A broken relationship doesn't feel good ever. I mean, it's like a death without someone dying. It's just, it's, it grieves, it grieves you period at whatever stage of life that you're in. Even if it's a friendship, do you know what I mean? And so I love that you're calling out, here's, here's the reality. And the fun movie would be like, oh, it's all supposed to look like this. And it's like, let the movies be what they are. Yeah. They're fun and they're entertainment and they're an escape. But the real life is good. Yeah. And, and, and here's the stuff we're going to call out so that you know that it's normal, you yeah. know, it's regular yes. and you know that you can make it through. Because you're not the only one. Yes. And um, I love that you used the couple that really went down a road that seemed like you it had the point of no return. Yeah. And yet, how did they get back on the road together?
1: Yeah. So that. So, okay, or should
0: so, we let people read the book <laughs> and find out? No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> yes, do that. Yeah. I, the biggest thing they'd say. Hi, Jack.
2: Was, Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack's like, <laughs> you know, right? What's, What's going is... on? Don't you? <laughs> What's up, Jack?
1: So they. Uh, one thing they did, they they realized the biggest problem in their marriage was not their spouse, but that they were the biggest problem.
2: Right.
1: Right. So instead of saying, "Hey, you need to do this, that, and the other." Mm-hmm. And they did, but they said, "Here are the things that I can work on." And so it was that was realization, like one realization, 1.0, Number one on the list, numero uno, is that I've got to deal with my own problems before I worry about what my spouse is doing. Mm-hmm. And so when they when they had that turning point, instead of saying "You're the problem," they said, "I'm the problem. I can fix. I'm responsible for what I'm responsible for. You do your deal. I'll do mine. And I'm going to work on me. You work on you." That takes That's a lot awesome. of humility. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and seriously,
0: yeah. humility and trust. Yeah. That's and it sure. a lot of yelling, doesn't
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It eliminates they a have, lot of yelling. Yes. yes. <laughs>
0: exactly.
2: Yes.
1: And that's exactly. all they did before. Like they tell Stuart, like they get in fights and they throw things. You know, the one fight in particular, they took this great sacred marriage, Gary Thomas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they, that
1: book, literally she threw it in the fireplace and uh-uh. it burned up.
0: That probably felt pretty good.
1: It might have. <laughs> it was fun. Actually, I was with her when she met Gary Thomas for the first time and apologized <laughs> to him for doing that. And then sweet Gary gave her another copy. I of that. love That's it. Part. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: that really is a good book. <laughs> a good book. <laughs> but whatever she thought was in that book, it was kind of like I'm letting go of this.
2: Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Erin. I was just going to ask. So we've talked about the stick to it even when it's bad. Yeah. Can we talk about the flip side of that same coin? If it if it doesn't work out, how 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 do we address that, and how do we give people hope that it just doesn't end there?
1: Yeah. If you've got a friend who's walking through that, I, I'd go back to that message I just shared a minute ago. What's your part, what can you work out, mm-hmm. and then do everything you can to to make your marriage to restore your marriage, to do your part, to work on your struggles, you know, and I just say, be, be faithful. If you go, if you end up, the marriage doesn't end up working out, but you do everything that you can on your part, that's mm-hmm. a totally different story Yeah. than saying, I just don't want to work through it, and, yeah. uh, and I want to quit. And so mm-hmm. I would say, do everything you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Romans, I love Romans 12, 18 as much as it depends on you uh, live peaceably with all mm-hmm. and so what mm-hmm. can you do to live at peace and, and then bring others in around you, right, and I don't want to be flippant in, in this response because it is so difficult and mm-hmm. so challenging mm-hmm. but just making sure that you have like that, one of the things I talk about in the book is having good friends who are mm-hmm. not, not afraid to wound you or challenge you, mm-hmm. and so friends who will encourage you when you need it, they'll give you Proverbs twenty five eleven, you know, it's words that will encourage you and lift you up, Mm -hmm. but they're also not afraid to say, "Hey, quit blaming your spouse. Why don't you deal with some of the things that that you're struggling with that are lovingly willing to wound you?" Uh, And then, and then you do your part, and then you can put your head down at night and sleep well, knowing that you've been faithful. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. It's so hard. It is
0: hard. That's a good word though, for any day.
1: Yeah.
0: So anyway all right what else what's your what like a quick takeaway that you would go this is my takeaway or this is what you hope to encourage people with if that's a fair thing to say that's sort yeah. of broad
1: it's a question uh, okay. one takeaway all right uh, that is hard um, okay here, here it is so uh, I think something like that couples don't talk about enough is companionship and friendship and marriage
2: mm.
1: and so we did um when we used to talk about marriage in our pre-married class we would get up on stage and we'd tell people how hard marriage is and like the phrase we use is marriage is hard you're all gonna die you can't handle it and <laughs> that's sort of
0: depressing
1: it is <laughs> it is and it is hard you gotta die to yourself but but we like scared people away from marriage and somewhere along the way I said I think we need to change our tune we still mm-hmm. tell them marriage is hard, but they need to hear how great it is. Yeah. And so, if you do this thing right, it's it's awesome. You know, I love being married to Kristen. Is my best friend. She's my companion. Friendship, adventure, being a teammate with someone—those mm-hmm. are all things in marriage we don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. So we actually we asked four hundred leaders, "What's your favorite thing about marriage?" And give us one word. And like overwhelmingly, ninety percent mm-hmm. of the answers came down to companionship, friendship, teamwork, adventure, all related around the friendship and companionship in marriage. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, if you're not married yet and you want to marry someone who you are going to be friends with, Mm -hmm. that you're going to be, you know, that that you see it as a mission and an adventure together. And then if you're a couple who's married and you've lost that, uh, you know, you've lost dating each other, pursuing each other, Mm -hmm. that friendship, I'd fight to get that back. Mm-hmm. because if you don't you're gonna end up really bored and mm-hmm. when you're bored you look for fun outside of your marriage And so mm-hmm. just say work on that companionship go on a date have fun with one another uh, do the things you did in the beginning mm-hmm. right when you were so attracted mm-hmm. to each other what were those things that you did before you said I do and then do those things again and, and the friendship piece uh, has got to last and got to endure so fight for that friendship and marriage.
2: What's been the biggest surprise for you? Like a good surprise oh, for you personally in your
1: marriage with Kristen? Uh, So can I give two? You can. Okay, so one is how much we love being parents with for our kids. So I didn't like my kids when they were younger. It was really <laughs> hard. Sorry, Jack. And uh, uh, But now that they're older, how much fun? Like our definition of fun now is being together with our kids and it's awesome. I'm watching how quickly time is going by mm-hmm. you get a ninth grader it's flying by and so uh, I want to do whatever we can to get more time with them so that's been surprising the last few years but then big picture what's been surprising is it's just fun being together with her and going through life mm-hmm. and then go back to that friendship that
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we had a date today at lunch and how fun that is to just sit down with each other across the table and catch up and process things together and Laugh together. It's uh, I never I never knew how hard it would be, but how great it it really is. All
2: right, ta-da! Ready
1: or
0: not, it's good. I mean, it's a good read at any any stage. So thank you for writing it. I know it's a bear to get it done, but we're glad that you did it. And thanks for carpool chatting with us. Sometimes we call it carpool DM.
1: Carpal what?
0: Carpal diem.
1: DM, okay. It's uh, like yeah, yeah.
0: carpe diem, uh, but it's carpal diem, sort uh, of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Okay, so today. Go out and say something kind of nice to somebody who probably needs to feel loved in rather than what so many people feel which is left out. And grab this book for yourself or for a friend. And I think you'll really enjoy it and be encouraged. So thanks for joining us. Thanks. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Until next time. Our very special thanks to Scott Kudersha. Connect with Scott at scottkudersha.com or skudersha on Instagram or Twitter. And be sure to check out Scott's new book, Ready or Not. Thanks again for joining the conversation. We love hanging out with you guys. Want to stay connected? Like or follow us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. See you next time on Say Something.